0: hello hey hey
1: hey. Hi. hey hey ho 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 merry christmas in may <laughs> santa claus it's you yes You're it real? is i i have always been real harry <laughs> no right harry
2: oh my god santa claus and dumbledore are the same person yep i know take santa a moment claus, to adjust. that dumbledore um gandalf G- G- gandalf but he's like chaotic santa Claus.
1: Gandalf is chaotic Santa Claus? Yeah, yeah.
2: So we got Gandalf is chaotic Santa Claus, and then Dumbledore is chaotic good Santa Claus.
1: Okay. And then what, the Grinch is chaotic evil Santa Claus? Exactly. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Oh, by the way, this is legendary. It's a podcast. No. I thought we were filming ourselves. Where we talk about things other than crap and Santa Claus. Uh, we talk about ancient legends, we talk about modern legends, and we talk about ourselves, living legends. Yes, that's true, you heard it here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, um, I've got a couple of announcements to make, can I do that before you start with whatever you're doing today?
2: Sure. I like how you say, whatever you're doing, it's like, not really that important.
1: Yeah, I know everyone's just waiting to get to my story, and then there's a, like further thing that you do. Oh,
2: thanks, yeah, I know, it's like an
1: advert. <laughs> Yeah, only more like an infomercial, like less than an advert, really. Anyway, my two announcements were, um, number one, this Friday, watch out for a special bonus episode. We've got something very cool happening for you guys. It's a little bit different from our usual show, so I'm not going to give away too much here, but definitely don't miss it. And number two, special thanks to um, the Midnight Myth podcast and Chase and Josh for leaving us great reviews. Thanks so much, guys. We love what you're doing as well. And also, if you're listening to this, if you like what you hear, I mean, not the first five minutes of this, but whatever you hear afterwards, then please do consider leaving us a review and a rating. It really helps. We really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, we might uh, read it out here on the podcast.
2: Oh, yeah, that would be a great idea. Yeah, absolutely. Cool, cool. Do you have a third announcement?
1: Um, my third announcement is that your nose is so blocked today that I think we're just going to. <laughs> is it affecting be, my voice? We're just going to be Am hearing I just talking like us. Yeah, I'm so we're sorry. just going to be hearing you speaking through like a. It sounds like you're speaking through a straw.
2: <laughs> I'm so sorry. I tried to blow it out and everything,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but everything it, it's just going on up here. It's a whole face failure. Like my my throat feels not good. Like, so I'm not it, sick, but it's just allergies.
1: Yeah, yeah, you say that, but how long have you had COVID-19?
2: Hey, it just happened just now.
1: <clears throat> I'm just saying, you're sitting here breathing all over me, and we don't definitively know that you're not toxic.
0: <coughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I can't
1: believe <laughs> The incident. <insolence.
2: laughs> I did cook your food today, so...
1: You know what? I'll tell you the worst thing about not having a microphone for podcasting. And it's not sound quality. It's the fact that we cannot socially distance. It's true. In fact, we're in your armpit. Yeah, we have to set up each other's uh, noses. That's what I was going to say, obviously. <laughs> noses. Just for the audio to come out. So if she catches anything, you know I immediately have it.
2: <laughs> Where would I catch it from?
1: Well, I mean, you've been the out. The cat? You've been outside. Oh, yeah, that's true. You've yeah. been exposed. Sorry. Oh, speaking of exposure, can we just make a decision right now for everybody on the outside to stop wearing their masks on their goddamn chins? I told you before,
2: that's what the celebrity glands are.
1: No, but (laughs) we're not going back to that joke, okay? Okay. Fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, you won't fool me a third time. Um... (laughs) Right. (laughs)
2: This is not going well.
1: (laughs) No, this has been a complete train wreck so far.
2: Okay, so, um, anything else you want to say?
1: Well, you have a story to tell me. Oh, yes. A ghost story. Yes. Of my own my own
2: personal ghost story. So, last night, I had closed the cupboard. And these cupboards closed with a click. So, I'm, I'm, I'm like 99.9% sure that I definitely closed. Then, like, five minutes later, I'm in bed. I'm on my phone. There's a weird, like, doof sound. And the cupboard just pops open. Just, like, a little bit. Not completely. But just pops open a little.
0: Uh, creepy.
2: And I'm like, okay. So I shine my, like, phone light cause I'm not going to get up and put on the light. Nothing's there. It's just standing open sexy. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then there's these weird noises in the room. It's like, like someone's, like, knocking on the furniture. Oh, God. But, like, softly, So I thought it was you know, I thought it would be beaches, but I put outside. So... I thought, okay, was it like an insect that was flying into things? I like swung my light and everything. Yeah, an
1: insect flying into furniture hard you know? enough to knock it around. <laughs> you know
2: you get those huge
1: cockroaches. Oh jeez.
2: That's what I was thinking. But nope, nothing there. And like I head in front of me and I head on the left. And I just kept looking and nothing was there. So and eventually it stopped and it just was like, okay, whatever. But uh pretty sure it was something paranormal.
1: That's insane, dude. Yeah. That's really seriously creepy. I mean, so, the whole knocking
2: on the furniture thing is very
1: good. Just to be clear, you didn't actually look in the cupboard. Are you crazy? Well, I mean, maybe whatever Do you want it was... Me to become possessed? Well, maybe whatever it was was in the cupboard.
2: Well, maybe it should stay there then. I'm not going to go look for it. I'm not one of those people who die in like first five minutes of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and the person is like, cool, 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 bye.
1: Yeah, you're the person who does the reasonable thing in a horror movie. Yeah, I'm like, oh,
2: cool, this place is haunted. Let's get out of here.
1: <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's what happened. That's insane. You know, I had known that that room has been haunted. I mean, this whole flat has been haunted Someone probably forever. died there. But, yeah, that room in particular, because I know I've closed that bedroom door before and come back to the room later only to find the door open. Yeah. And I know for, like, certain I did close
2: Yeah. But, like, I can understand the bathroom door opening, for example, because we always leave a window open inside there. So, you know, the wind can, if you don't close it, the door probably will yeah. just swing open. But the bed, the, the clothes cupboard can't just open like that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? There's no wind to let it open. So what the fuck happened there?
1: Yeah, it it literally clicks shut.
2: Yeah, and I don't even know if it was closed open in the morning. Yee. Anyway, what are you going to talk about today? Well, you know, what I'm going to talk about is actually not going to comfort you in any way because oh, it's eerily great. kind of related to this whole oh god
1: subject. Okay. So in the spring of 1863... A usually doting mother burned her own child to death with a hot shovel. Why would she do such a terrible thing? Because she knew the child was not her own. It was a changeling.
2: Ooh, changelings! Yep. Oh, God. That's what I'm talking
1: about today.
2: Wait, sorry. Can we just back up for a second? She she burned her child with a
1: shovel. Yep. I know. I know how it sounds. A shovel? Yeah, we're getting to it. (laughs) Okay. We're getting to it. A changeling is a well-known part of European folklore, dating in origin back to the Middle Ages. And I think it's specifically German, although I could be wrong about that. It's essentially a perverted fairy or elf baby that has been substituted in secret for a normal human infant. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know those house swap series where like the super rich middle-class white family from America travels to Africa in exchange for... House swap. Yeah, <laughs> exactly it's the like same. house swap, just... With your offspring. Okay.
2: So they take the human child away?
1: Yeah. Okay. And they substitute it with this creepy fairy baby thing. Okay. Which may or may not have been in your closet last night.
2: Okay. Thanks. Wait. There weren't any newborn babies here?
1: It, yeah. Well, close enough. They are going to swap you for oh, the fairy. Cool. The stolen children apparently become victims of the devil himself. Of course or are used in some way to promote the growth of the fairies. So I think it depends on whether, you know, you're following kind of the Christian mythology Mm -hmm. path or just pure fairy mythology. Mm -hmm. So although the changeling may actually originate in pre-Christian mythology, the vast majority of surviving records comes from the Middle Ages itself. An example of one of the earliest accounts of a changeling was given by William of Auvergne, who held the office of Bishop of Paris from 1228 to 1249. According to the bishop, changelings were mainly identifiable by their weak or sickly natures as babies. Oh my goodness, you're a changeling. How dare you? I was not a weak or sickly baby. I mean, you had colic. Lots of babies have colic.
2: Maybe lots of babies are changelings.
1: That's a good point. anyway, quote from William of Auvergne. They say they are skinny and always wailing, and such milk drinkers that four nursemaids do not supply sufficient milk to feed one. Just like how you were crazy about milk. I'm not a changeling, Ho. These appear to have remained with their nurses for many years, and afterward to have flown away, or rather, vanished. Oh. So so you should have
2: vanished by now. Sickly,
1: milk-guzzling, vanishing babies. Interesting. He further stated that the changelings were the children of Incubi exchanged for healthy babies. Incubi? So you, you know vaguely what an incubus is, right? Right. It's kind of like a monster that's known for sitting on people's chests while they sleep. Right, right. Like a demon type mm-hmm. thing. So, so far we have changelings could be the babies of Incubi, fairies, or the devil. Okay. Other notable mentions of the changeling are in the works of our favorite, the Grimm Brothers.
2: Yeah, I thought you were going to be like, Wikipedia, and I was like, huh?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, sure, I'm sure it's on Wikipedia as well, but the Grimm Brothers, <laughs> right. big surprise, actually predates Wikipedia. What? I, I thought know. they created Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's also where I got the idea that it's mostly German in origin because um, mentions of the changeling are in the works of the Grimm Brothers and of Martin Luther.
0: Oh.
1: Yeah, particularly in Lutheran doctrine, changelings are um, babies left by the devil in place of their true human counterpart. Although other myths have changelings as the children of fairies, elves, witches, or even trolls.
0: Okay.
1: The changeling also appears in that notorious Witchfinder's Bible. Yeah. Yes, it is.
2: Uh, I'm having a brain fart. Uh,
1: the Malus Maleficarum. Ah, oh, yes, Maleficarum.
2: I love that thing. I can't remember what it was called.
1: Yes, your handy yes, handbook yes. to witch finding and execution. Right, right, hand of glory. Exactly, gotcha. yes. Malleus Maleficarum from... Episode, um... Something. I'm gonna say six? Five? Oh. Damn it. (laughs) Okay, these are the common features of a typical changeling legend. Usually there's a difficult family background, so most times the legend involves single mothers, widows or widowers, or a family in some form of financial hardship. Oh. Then there's a failure to baptize the children, which apparently makes them susceptible to changelings. And this is in any do- denomination of um, Christianity.
2: So if you if you don't baptize the child, yeah. So an
1: unbaptized, uh, <laughs> an unbaptized child mm. is susceptible to changeling. Changeling. Influence. Changelingness. Ch- changeness. Gotcha. Right. Being attacked by changeling.
2: Abduction, actually.
1: It's very late at night.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you can probably hear. We're like
1: ah, blah 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 blah. <laughs>
2: Wait, so hang on. So the cha- So sorry. So they take the human baby and they replace it with the change thing. What do they do with the human baby?
1: Well, either they take it to the devil or it somehow promotes the growth of fairies, which may be a euphemism for they eat it.
2: Ew. Oh. oh. I'm not
1: saying they eat it, but that could be the case. Mm.
2: Don't like it.
1: I'm thinking very much, you know that, that Jordan Peele movie, Us? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that, you know, where she... Oh, okay, spoiler. Kind of. Spoiler, spoiler. Oh, sorry. Fast forward a minute if you don't want to hear spoilers about the horror movie Us yes, starring Lupita Nyong'o. A minute or two knowing Us. Yeah. Right. So what I was saying is, you know how we find out in the end mm. that the, um, yeah. what do you call them? The the red, um, the tether.
2: The tether yeah. was actually the, always the one above. the Yeah,
1: the tether Lupita is the one who swapped. The tether Lupita. <laughs> <laughs> who swapped with the normal the above normal ground Lupita. person. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
2: And then, and then the tenth of Lupita kill normal more Lupita.
1: Yeah, so that has like a, a huge changeling vibe to me.
2: It does, it does a little. It does, that's true.
1: Okay, where were they? Right, so another feature of your typical changeling legend is negligence. And I use the term negligence very broadly because it literally means leaving the child alone for any period of time. So like as soon as you take your eyes off the child, there's a possibility that it could be swapped for a fairy baby.
2: Oh, okay. So you're supposed to sort of keep it on you the entire time. Yeah. Don't you, sleep. <laughs>
1: dude, you have got to watch that thing like a fucking Tamagotchi. <laughs> and I realize that Gen Zers will have no idea what I'm talking about. but Oh, yeah. If you're old enough to remember Don't it. those tiny little pixelated creatures yeah. <laughs> that used to exist on those pocket Tamagotchis, <laughs> those things used to poop themselves to death <laughs> on a regular basis. Like or if you so if you overfed it or underfed it, it just died immediately.
2: And then if you fed it off to twelve, mwaha ha
1: It turned into a gremlin. <laughs> Yet another reference Gen Zers will not understand.
2: Um I think it's getting a remake actually.
1: Really? Oh that's so awesome, potentially.
2: Is it though? Is it? That's like one of my favourite movies of all time. Yeah, but I mean it was also really um really very insulting, eh? Gremlins? Yeah, when you think about it. What? I'm pretty sure there were undertones of Asianophobia. Is that what it's called?
1: Oh, so racism?
2: Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think the gremlins actually were... I don't know. Something, I think someone said something that the gremlins represented Asian people or something like that. I will go into it. There's not as matter here. No, I'm just not. That just came up now.
1: Oh, interesting. Well, thanks for ruining my childhood. Sorry. Then also physical features. So the changeling should in general look vaguely like the child that it's being swapped with. Mm-hmm. But it's usually ugly, shriveled, and/or physically deformed in some way.
2: Ah, oh, okay, definitely not a changeling.
1: Ah, uh, you don't think I'm ugly, shriveled, or physically deformed? Yeah, I don't. That's the sweetest thing anyone has ever said to me. Thank you. In behavior, changelings are usually troublesome babies, constantly crying or wailing, as we said before. Former nursemaids couldn't uh, feed it. Mm. Although they can act very docile in front of people other than their parents. So. I think there's that element of manipulation going on there. Oh, oh, okay. So, you know, it's kind of like when you take your car to the mechanic and you're like, it's been making all kinds of and weird yeah. sounds. And then as soon as the mechanic starts driving it, there's it just, just like, nothing wrong <laughs> at all. Yeah, yeah, that's a changing baby. Okay. Really frustrating. So, I mean, I have to say, not that different from actual babies in that respect. <laughs> I mean, aren't they all manipulative bastards?
2: Well, I don't think... I mean, it depends on how old they are.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, between teenagehood and infancy, it's all manipulation. (laughs) Interestingly enough, despite being constantly hungry, the changelings fail to grow at the normal rate of a healthy child. So sometimes they even won't grow at all in an entire year. And this is one of the main features of a changeling, actually, the main reason for detection. That the child will just sort of fail to thrive, that's I think the official um description of babies who are not growing at the normal rate,
2: but what is it? Um, what does it eat? like milk it's totally already totally eats normal, so
1: it's yeah, it's ravenous all the time. it's drinking loads of milk, but it's not growing. It's just okay. like very frail mm-hmm. which I have to say, I find kind of sad because you know are the fairies just swapping out their weak kids for human babies because they're trying to get rid of the I don't know the weaker parts of the gene pool.
2: So you think that they might be changed things that are really strong, or, you know, like normal, normal, normally strong.
1: Well, fairies, um, you know, yeah. that that are strong, and it's this kind of um, genetic selection process where they're like, okay, well, this lo- load of fairy babies are all really weak. We'll just swap them out with healthy human babies and raise the human babies as our own,
2: and then breed with the humans to
1: produce stronger fairies. Okay, well, you made that creepy, but... I mean, why else? Is it, well, what in the world are we going to do with them? I mean, it's possible. Yeah, so I actually feel a little bit sad for the changelings, to be honest.
2: I mean, if that's the case.
1: I mean, they're babies. Even if they're fairies, they are, at the end of the day, still infants. Unless in they're spawn
2: of the devil.
1: Even if they're spawn of the devil. They're, baby they're babies. They're babies. <laughs> they don't actually... I mean, and they're just sitting there being... Upset. Upset and weak and frail and mm-hmm. stuff. I don't no, know. that's true. Okay, so we come down to the most important question, how do you protect your child against a changeling? Mm-hmm. Now, Jacob Groom of the aforementioned Grum Brothers, had some very decided opinions on this. Mm-hmm. He advised that, quote, Women who have recently been delivered may not go to sleep until someone is watching over the child. Mothers who are overcome by sleep often have changelings laid in their cradles. Okay, Which I think really goes to show that Jacob Grimm was clearly never a new mother. Because <laughs> you don't need to sleep. Uh, bitch, please. <laughs> if he had any idea of, you know, even one iota mm. of the strength that it is needed to take care of a newborn baby. I mean, you're hardly sleeping anyway. And now you still have to watch the damn thing 24-7. Well, if
2: he's going to be a dad, then I guess he could look after the child.
1: Yeah, you can watch the baby all the time. Just so like stick good. toothpicks in your eyes.
2: But on the No Sleep podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Is that a recommendation? I've just been wanting to say that for a while. (laughs) In Catholicism, the standard vampire-killing holy trinity of holy water crucifixes and the representations of saints Mm -hmm. is used. Protestants, on the other hand, tend to place a Bible or parts of the Bible in the baby's crib for protection.
2: Parts of the Bible...
1: they tear our pages? Yeah, so I was interested in this, and I couldn't quite find out which are the most popular parts of the Bible to put in the baby's <laughs> crib. Because I'm just thinking, you know, there's certain parts of the Bible that would honestly probably change your kid into a raging fairy psychopath. Maybe the parts about children? Well, I mean, there's a lot of parts about children. I'm just saying, like, good part. most of the Old Testament, there's a lot of, you know, smiting of the Hebrews and things. And the 12 plagues of Egypt, mm-hmm. or however many plagues there were. I'm just saying, you don't want to put that in your baby's crowbar. That can't lead to anything good.
2: I'm sure they put the nice parts in, uh-huh. if they were nice parts.
1: Well, yeah. I don't know. Anyone who knows which parts of the Bible to use for... Uh, Send us the page numbers. Yeah, for not giving your kids nightmares and turning them into fairy monsters. So if, however, your prophylactic measures do not work, the only option is to banish the changeling. And <laughs> get ready, because this is straight up terrifying. All right. In some stories, parents trick the changeling with special food, which mm-hmm. is not so bad, but other methods include throwing the baby in a fire, oh, burning them with a hot poker, okay, placing the child on a griddle, oh. like a whole damn T-bone, oh, starving them, oh, okay. or beating them.
2: Oh, no, 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 no. This is an excuse for child abuse.
1: Exactly. No, we're actually getting to that. Yeah. So this brings us back to the hot shovel mother I opened right, this episode right. with. Uh, she was called Mary Nell of 83rd Street between 11th and 12th on, in uh, NYC. Who
2: cares what the cycle looks?
1: <laughs> She'd been told by a tenant, apparently, that fairies haunted her house, which she obviously took to mean, oh, my child has been swapped for a fairy baby. She's, she just trusted the tenant? Yeah, she just Maybe went it on pure hearsay.
2: Hearsay?
1: Hearsay. Heresy. Heresy. <laughs> heresy. <laughs> And so she proceeded with the hot shovel test. So this is a test in which the child must sit on a burning hot shovel
2: uh-uh.
1: in order to test whether it is a changeling uh, or not.
2: But like, how old was this child?
1: An infant. I mean, I perfect. think like uh, maybe a month or two. The child understandably died weeks later of severe burns. <sighs> And uh, And she was arrested. Well, she was investigated for insanity because her husband figured that she had gone like totally batshit crazy. I mean, yeah. It's not really something that someone in their right mind would do to a child. Another more famous story by the Grimm brothers also includes ways to banish a changeling. Um, I'm going to read this passage verbatim from Mm skepticalenquirer.org. The basics of this case are that in 1580, a mother who was employed in a nobleman's field during harvest time placed her weak old infant in a patch of grass while she worked. When she returned to nurse her baby, it drank milk like no child she had ever seen before, and she was convinced the infant was not hers. At the suggestion of the nobleman, she beat the child with a switch until it cried out, at which point the devil appeared and returned her original child. (laughs) interesting. I know, sounds, uh... Suspect? Suspicious. So the sad truth, of course, as we were saying before, is that the changeling myth was genuinely used as a defense against, uh, well... Not against, but in supposed justification of mm-hmm. child abuse um, at this time and up to the 19th century. Ugh. Yeah, quite disgusting. Okay, so there's one last story I want to tell about the changeling before we touch on the actual scientific meat mm-hmm. behind mm-hmm. the myth. Uh, this story is from culturetrip.com. So again, I'm going to just quote it the way it was written on the site. Sure. Once upon a time, at Hesloch near Odenheim, oh. a servant and the cook of a clergyman were living together as man and wife. But their newborn baby would not grow or gain weight. The mother was told to go to Neuhausen and give her baby water from the Syriac spring. It was believed that a visit to the spring would either restore the child back to health, or he would die within nine days. To cut a long story short, en route, the infant became heavy and monstrous, and a traveler yelled out that the woman was carrying the devil on her back. The traveler said, "Your child is at home in a new cradle behind the chest in the side room," which. Is really oddly specific Between the information the <laughs> for the traveller to have, but anyway,
2: maybe not a real traveller, if you know what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, I have to say, how he knew precisely where that kid was beyond me. Mm. But anyway, your child is at home in a new cradle behind the chest in the side room. Throw this monster into the brook. Oh gosh! Sobbing, the mother did as she was told, what the fuck? and a great howl bellowed from beneath the bridge, like the howling of wolves and bears. When the mother arrived home, she found her baby healthy and laughing in its new cradle.
2: Cool, 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 cool. Okay. That one actually sounds much more believable.
1: Yeah, there definitely seems to be more substance behind this mother just murdering her child. If there ever can be such <laughs> evidence <laughs> yeah. for that. I
2: mean, I think it's I think it's more believable just because she found her real baby or her whatever, you know.
1: Yeah. Another baby. I, but, I mean, all these stories seem to have a lot of women just kind of relying on the advice of either noblemen random random strangers or their tenants yeah it's very interesting it really doesn't take a lot to override the maternal instinct (laughs) (laughs) it's like they must be right okay so let's go on to a little bit of science behind the (laughs) myth. as i mentioned before the main so-called sign of a changing was its failure to thrive for example through not gaining sufficient or normal weight but there are several medical conditions that could have explained this symptom in infants such as cow's milk intolerance, celiac disease, which is a uh, gluten intolerance, right. and inflammatory bowel syndrome. Ooh. So it's just unfortunate that these sick kids were actually exposed to the superstitions around witchcraft and devilry at the time, because most mm-hmm. likely they just had a perfectly normal, common a- Medical ailment. Yeah. Another possibility is that children were born with uh, developmental disorders, mm-hmm. like autism, And they could have therefore been, in quotes, misdiagnosed Mm. as a changeling uh, due to their seemingly abnormal behavior patterns. You know, we were talking about how the child wailed constantly in front of the parents, but seemed docile in front of strangers. That really could have just been a behavior pattern associated with their particular type of autism or Mm. developmental disorder. And these kids were being subjected to abuse needlessly. Wow. So I'm just going to end with a few pop culture references to changelings. I think you probably know of a couple.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Top of the list is the Clint Eastwood horror film, The Changeling. All right. That was in the 80s, I think. I didn't put the year down. Mm -hmm. But there's also the 2008 Academy Award nominated film called Changeling, starring Angelina Jolie. Oh,
0: yes, that was good.
1: Yeah, I think you remember the plot. It's, um, Mm -hmm. It's set in the 1920s in Los Angeles where a young mother's child disappears and is subsequently, supposedly, found by police, even though the mother denies that the child that has been found is her own. It's a really brilliant t- film. Very sad. It it messed me up in quite a big way. I watched it, like, what, probably in 2008. I
2: think I watched it when it came out, yeah.
1: yeah. And it was just, it was excellently done, mm-hmm. but extremely scary, extremely sad, it, you know, especially to see how little credence women were given at the time, even in matters of recognizing their own child. Yeah. It was just like, no, 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 you know, you're too distraught or hysterical I mean, they, or whatever they, else they, they call them. they actually women. even
2: like, start calling her mad or something like that? Yeah, uh, at or, like, one like, point she was actually child child or put or... in a
1: mental health facility.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was, was really good in that movie.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Sure. So, yeah, that's an example of um, a changeling in form.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I'll end with an excerpt from a poem by Yeats called The Stolen Child. Oh, okay. Come away, O oh human child, to the waters and the wild, with the fairy hand in hand, for the world's more full of weeping than you can understand. How about no thank you? So that was The Legend of the Changeling. That was not
2: nice. <laughs> I mean, that was very good.
1: Yeah, That's again, very interesting. as I said, I feel bad for the changeling itself to be perfectly honest i feel bad for everyone involved you know the human child the changeling itself i
2: mean mostly just the children eh? i don't really feel bad for the adults
1: yeah the adults are mostly kid killing maniacs Mm. or
2: just way too trusting of random people
1: yeah absolutely i think the moral of the story is if a stranger randomly tells you to murder your child maybe get that stranger vetted first before you (laughs) do anything hasty yeah i don't know just you know a suggestion as a (laughs) non-parent
2: yeah we have so much experience
1: (laughs) yeah i mean i know how frustrating it probably is to raise a child yeah but perhaps we can think of other discipline methods before going straight for the hot shovel
2: or the brook drowning
1: or the griddle
2: oh that one sounds like the worst oh the funky patterns i'm just like why will you grill your child (laughs) Just like five minutes
1: when I said, just you just need to seal the meat. Oh God! No! 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 I'm not
2: good anymore.
1: <laughs> so my sources for today were CultureTrip.com, The Skeptical Inquirer, and The Encyclopedia Britannica. <gasps> no Wikipedia. No Wikipedia. Ah! <gasps> betrayed! Again. You betrayed our trust. I did it again. The pact we've made with them. Look, Wikipedia doesn't always have everything I want. Okay? I'm just <gasps> gonna say it.
2: Wikipedia has everything we want. How dare you? There, I said it. Okay, with P <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> that was great. Norrible. Horrible, but very interesting. And I'm, I'm like a new kind of a general idea, but I didn't know all the details.
0: Yeah, me neither. It was uh, terrifying. Hmm. All right. So are you ready? Nope. Oh.
2: <laughs> do you want to take a break? <laughs> uh,
1: no, okay, kind I kind of just okay. wanted to get your reaction to that.
2: Oh, okay. So um for my story, I want to apologize right now Uh-oh. for any terribly pronounced names. Uh. because you know in in ancient uh, myths and legends, there's always going to be really hard to pronounce names.
1: Well, let's be honest. In ancient myths and legends, most of the languages are dead anyway. So I mean, yeah, how okay, wrong but this one isn't. Go? So I'm
2: very sorry. <laughs> uh. so I'm going to be talking about legendary figure Skuha, Skuha, or possibly Skaha. Skaha? We'll see. I'm Scar?
1: Scar from the Lion King? No, no, Skaha. Skaha? Scar. Yeah. Skaha. You're
2: making a mockery of this legendary woman.
1: Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> How dare
2: you? So, she's a figure from Irish myth. She's a renowned Scottish female warrior and mentor to other warriors.
1: She's a Scottish female warrior from Irish myth. Celtic. Oh. Did I say Irish? <laughs> yeah, you said Irish. I apologize to the Irish. Oh, so I you know
2: Celtic myth
1: is both, so it's all good. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs>
2: um, so um, the main source for her legends is from the Ulster Cycle, one of the four great cycles of um Celtic mythology. The stories of the cycles are written in old. Oh no, yeah. See, I was right. They are written in old and Middle Irish, but she's Scottish. Okay, that's interesting. Somebody explain that to me. Okay. Um, mostly in prose with occasional verse passages. They are preserved in manuscripts uh, of the 12th to 15th centuries, but the language of the earliest stories is datable to about the 8th century, and some events and characters are referred to in poems dating to the 7th century. Uh, The events of the cycle are traditionally supposed to take place around the time of Christ. So, um, when was Christ born? Zero BC? No, no, it wasn't actually born in (laughs) zero
1: BC. (laughs) Wasn't it like like 100 AD AD, AD, or something? No, I think it was AD. No, no, he was born in BC. Okay, I have no idea.
2: All right, okay. So, I'm just going to say Skoha. Skoha is especially associated with the Isle of Skye, where her um residence, Fortress of Shadows. Oh, really? That, that's what her place is called. That's the legit name? Yeah. Like Superman? Dun, Fortress
1: of Solitude? Yeah, exactly.
2: Um, Or I think it's Dun, Dun Sky. Like, you know, Isle Sky. Skye. Okay. So Dun Sky, or Fortress of Shadows. I love it. Um, Stands there. Uh, she is called the Shadow and Warrior Maid and is the rival and sister of Aoife. Now, at this fortress, Skuha has trained uh, numerous Celtic heroes in the arts of pole vaulting, underwater fighting, and combat with a barbed harpoon of her own invention, the Gaiborg.
1: Wait, the barbed harpoon is called the Gaiborg?
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she named it. (laughs) People name their swords all the time.
1: Always name your harpoon.
2: Yeah. It's a special harpoon because... It could apparently penetrate shields and maim or kill, even if it was thrown from a vast distance. It didn't matter how good your shield was. It just went straight oh, through Oh,
1: right, you're supposed to throw it, yeah. Because I was about to point out, so surely the problem with combat with a barbed harpoon is that once you've actually stabbed someone with it, you can't get it out again.
2: <laughs> wait, just wait, um, hang on. I'm just trying to get this out first. You <laughs> just need to do an anti-clockwise twist to the... Oh, and then <laughs> just 50 rip the organs and keep going. Um... Now, before any warriors could even ask for a, a training, they had to first reach a fortress of shadows. Can you stop saying it like that? Sorry. Okay. Kings and princes who wanted to get there had to cross the Irish Sea, known for its deadly storms and choppy waters, um, or navigate the cold waters of the Atlantic northward along the craggy islands of western Scotland. Ooh, so either I hope way, they
1: weren't swimming because that is proper cold. <laughs> no, like that's Arctic yeah, they just kind of swim so. all the way there. I mean, if you're in an Ireland and you're swimming to Scotland. Swimming? Yeah. Why would you swim? You'd die. I'm just saying, it's oh, a possibility. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah.
2: Um, so, the Isle of Skye itself also had treacherous rocks and rough seas surrounding it. And once you are able to actually get there, you still have to get past the fortress's defenses itself, which included Skoha's own daughter, Uha. Okay. <laughs> who guarded the front gate. Skoha also had five other children. But they don't really. They're not that important.
1: Oh, I thought maybe they were guarding
2: the other gates. No, they don't know what they, they do They don't really do much in this story. Hmm. They're sort of around. Um, I know the feeling, being the extra kid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Scota did not train women because of a Celtic belief which stated that only women could teach men, and only men could teach women.
1: Interesting. Mm. Very, very bizarre. I wonder what was the reasoning behind
2: that. Oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's like unequal or something. I mean, there so is the
1: idea that woman can be very hard on other women, but of mm. course, that's not like a blanket truth.
2: Or maybe it's a different perspective or something.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure.
2: Anyway, so the one legend that I that I think is the uh, most famous one is Kuha and this other guy whose name that I shall not try to pronounce, Kuhlen.
1: Oh, That doesn't sound too bad.
2: I hope that's right. So. Um, this bloke Kulhulun is an ordinary guy he fell in love with a woman named Emmer. Unfortunately Emmer's dad, Forgal, didn't want her to marry Kulhulun because she was not his oldest daughter okay. so you know, marry so the, the oldest, oldest daughter first.
1: has to go first exactly, yeah as still this day I have to say parents those, those days had a very strict accounting like a uh, first in, first out system <laughs> yeah I think it's actually called, like, FIFO in accounting. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's like when you're taking um, account of the inventory changes at the end of a statement, you you can have different methods of doing it, and one of them is, like, whichever products came in first, Yeah. those are the ones that you account for first in the sale. In <laughs> <laughs> the sale? Same thing, hey?
2: Same <laughs> it's thing. like,
1: first born,
2: first married. <laughs> and this, like... I mean, it's not like they, 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 like. I feel like when the oldest reaches about thirty, they're like, "Okay, I think we're just gonna have to marry off the second oldest."
1: It's like that one. I guess, guess the point to, like, there's mm, no hope anyway. It's not happening.
2: <laughs> Eggs are too old. Gross. <laughs> okay. Um. So he told Skolholen that if he could become a warrior under the tutelage of Skoha, then he could marry Emma. In actual fact, Fogar hoped that Skolholen would die during training, which was a pretty common thing when Skoha was a teacher.
1: Really? Yeah,
2: so Skolos... That
1: doesn't seem like something to commend her. No,
2: no, no, it's fine. Skolos' training was notoriously intense. If you die fighting underwater, that's not her problem. Take it up with the water. If you pull boat into a rocky valley, take it up with the rocks. Take it up with the rocks. If you didn't survive a training, you just sucked. So just move on.
1: I mean, in depth. And parents were totally happy with this, were they? I mean, look, if you make the stupid decision to go train
2: with her in the first place, you know what you're getting yourself into.
1: They were just out there signing indemnity forms. Yeah, it's
2: like, you do what you need to do to make these men, men.
1: <laughs> or, <laughs> or die. die. Or <laughs> That's the definition of toxic masculinity. Yeah. Man up or
2: die. She wasn't, she wasn't, she was not Molly calling anyone, eh?
1: No, she was actually actively killing them. Mm. Well, <laughs> she was just,
2: this us just say. pardon
1: me the water was killing yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, let's just
2: say she was allowing them to <laughs> do things that could eventually kill them. She was like, I don't kill people,
0: water kills people. Yeah,
2: like, I said find the water and say drown. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on. So, Koholan manages to enter her fortress, and Skohar begins training him. Sometime during his training, Koholan falls for uh, Skohar's daughter, but accidentally breaks her fingers. Mm. So apparently... She's giving him like a glass of something to drink, and he's like, "Oh my god, such beautiful eyes!" And like, he goes to take the mug, but he accidentally holds her fingers, and now this guy is for some reason like has superhuman strength, and he just like crushes her fingers.
1: Yeah, not generally what I'm looking for in a fiance. I have to say that would have been quite a turn off for me. (laughs) I mean, who knows what else he could crush accidentally? Ooh. yeah, just saying.
2: I mean, I should be more prepared.
1: No, there is no preparation for that. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> Are we thinking about the same thing? Not sure. Let's continue. Okay. <laughs> so, she obviously starts screaming. I mean, her hands being crushed. And that causes her current lover, Koukour, I'm gonna say, to run into the room. Now, despite her protests, um, her lover challenges Koukouran to a duel. And, obviously, Koukouran dispatches him with no problem.
1: Wait, hold on. Emir, the woman that Kohan wants to marry... She's not actually in love with Colin. She's got her own lover.
2: No, no. So this isn't. So Emma's back home. Oh, okay. This is in the fortress. And Goha's daughter has now caught his eye. Oh, sorry. I missed that somewhere. No, no, it's cool. There's too many names going on. Yeah, so Skohar's daughter, um, Uha, who is guarding the gate. Right. She's now very attractive, etc. And he has become attracted to her. She already has a lover.
1: Oh, well, I get through.
2: it she been betrothed.
1: Or so, whatever. honestly, Emma's father was right to wish that Kohalan died in the games because in the training, because clearly he's not very uh, reliable. Yeah, no, 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 it gets worse, eh? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I look forward to it.
2: So, um, so yeah, so she starts protesting, like, no, no, he didn't mean to crush my fingers, it was all good. But um, he still challenges him to a duel, and Kohalan manages to kill her lover. Now, to make it up to Skoha, because Skoha's like, well, you just lost me a good man. You better do something about it. Gohan assumes Kokar's duties and becomes Oha's lover because obviously she needs a replacement now.
1: Right, <laughs> right.
2: I mean, like you killed one, give me another one. Sure, you yeah. Just
1: slot right in. Um, <laughs> why did you have to say it like that? <laughs> okay, it's not my fault. Your mind is faulty.
2: Slot right in. <laughs> Catching okay. Um, Skoha eventually promises her daughter to him without requiring the traditional bride price. Oh, because like he's become a favorite student now. Oh, I see. Yeah, I'm not sure what the traditional bride price would be, but apparently it's not required.
1: Fight underwater in a rocky valley. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Death
1: sounds... by water and rocks. <laughs>
2: in any case, it's not her fault. <laughs> so, uh, Kohan's final test is to wrestle Skoha which they do for about an hour before Skoha declares that Kohalin is her equal and has completed his training. Skoha then, as is natural, from a teacher to a student, then congratulates him by sleeping with him. What? Her
1: daughter's betrothed? Yeah. Ew. Apparently
2: it was to cement some sort of relationship between teacher and student.
1: That's bizarre and disgusting. Yeah.
2: I told you it gets worse yeah like i don't quite understand it but i'm not into it but like it was not romantic or anything like they just did because it was supposed to be it was some kind of ritual process yeah kind of because then after that it was just like you're still like my student or my equal now nothing changed
1: i think skoha has some serious work ethic issues (laughs) she didn't sign any forms remember
2: (laughs) um so skoha then had Kohalin fight alongside her against her own sister um i mentioned uh, earlier ifa right now, Itha was also like, an amazing warrior woman. It's actually, apparently, she was much stronger and more skillful than her sister. Mm-hmm. And she ruled over a rival uh, neighboring territory. So and fought Ifa and, obviously, won. Because yes. why? I do not know. I guess because he's a man. And, of well, course... Well, I mean, he was also trained by Skoha. Yeah, but if Skoha couldn't be her own sister. Oh, then how did Kohan exactly. do it? That's a good point. I'm calling Bullshit. <laughs> So he manages to defeat her, and what do you think happens?
1: Um, I have literally no idea. He sleeps with her. Oh, he did. <laughs> oh, wait, he didn't kill her.
2: No, no, so he defeats her, and then she's all like, So, that was a great battle, wanna come back to my fortress?
1: So he's slept with, like, roughly two thirds of the family
2: at this Mm-mm. point. He just needs to, I suppose, get along to her other children, this- including her two sons.
1: <laughs> this hoe.
2: <laughs> yeah, he just sleeps around, it. Eh? Um, and with her, he has a son, and many years later, he accidentally killed him.
1: What? How does he just accidentally kill him? Wait, was he a changeling?
2: <laughs> so, apparently, he had a son with her, and then, like, he went off and did all the things, because that's what they do. He went to go, like, fight out the battles, and he kind of forgot what his son looked like. And then many years later, his son popped up, and he thought that his son was attacking him, or something like that, and he killed him. And only oh. afterwards he realized, oh shit, this is my baby boy. That
1: is eerily similar to the Ganesha story. Oh. Yeah, so you know the story where Krishna and Parvati, I think, mm-hmm. are longing for a baby. And then um, one day Parvati goes and I think she makes a baby out of a stone or something. And oh. it becomes the the Hindu god Ganesha. Mm-hmm. But what happens is that when... Was it Krishna or Sava? Sorry, I can't remember, but... When when Ganesha's father comes home mm. and he sees the child, he thinks that he's just an invader in the house and he chops off his head.
2: Oh, and then he replaces and it with an elephant. Yeah,
1: seeing how upset his wife was, he goes and he replaces the baby's head with an elephant head and that's how Ganesha became the elephant god.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. Although, why did you an elephant? Because, like, why, why, of all things, elephant? I think an it elephant? was just
1: the first available head.
2: <laughs> and, so, and so there's just like a headless elephant walking around?
1: Or maybe there's an elephant with a baby head. Oh,
2: no. <laughs> That's going to haunt my dreams. Thanks for that. Well, anyway. It also kind of reminds me of Odysseus. Um, so in some stories not the Odyssey, uh, he has a child with Cersei, mm-hmm. um, the witch, and he, then he leaves from the island, et cetera, and he goes back home. And then Cersei's child with him travels to Ithaca, and Odysseus doesn't recognize him and thinks that he's attacking him. And then he tries to kill his own son. Oh, I remember. His this son accidentally um, stabs him. And yeah. And yeah. So then he kills Odysseus. It's kind of interesting similarities going on there.
1: There's a lot of fathers killing sons because they apparently don't recognize them.
2: This is why you gotta stick around. Don't be such an absent father.
1: Yeah, otherwise you might just accidentally murder your son because you're so good at just murdering people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> also, why do they keep thinking, oh my god, this person's trying to attack me?
1: Yeah, like, kill first, ask questions later. Apparently.
2: Also, why can't they just send, like, a pigeon or some sort of message? I mean, I know they don't have instant messaging, but...
1: But like, FYI, you have a son, please don't kill him when you come home.
2: Exactly. <laughs> so, um, going back to Skoha, she eventually becomes immortal. Okay. And she's made goddess of the dead. Ooh. Which I think is appropriate, considering her fortress of shadows, shadow maiden and all that stuff. Oh, I was
1: going to say, I think it's appropriate, because most of her patrons will be her own students. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she's like, oh, hey guys, fancy seeing you in the underworld, how did you get here? <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> um... So if a warrior was worthy enough to get past her in mortal combat, he would then be able to enter the land of eternal youth as a reward. She would also transport non-warrior souls into
1: the underworld. So not only did they have to fight under her and mm. then die, now yeah. they have to fight her again just to get to the land of the blessed or whatever.
2: Yeah, she kind of just likes fighting, I think.
1: Jeez, it's hard being freaking Celt.
2: Yeah, although I find it interesting that female was made a god, was made goddess of the dead.
1: Well, I guess there wasn't that much in the way of uh, patriarchal division. Yeah,
2: it is in interesting because like, and then you have Morrigan, who's also a Celtic goddess. She's warrior. Uh, she's a goddess
1: of war. Ooh, please say that you're gonna do Morrigan at some point. Morrigan, okay, I will. <laughs> but yeah, that was just interesting.
2: Um, so that's basically all I have. It was very short, and I probably butchered all the names. My apologies. That was so cool. I've never heard of that before. Oh, that's great. Um. Oh, before I end, so Skoha, So it's spelled S C A T H A C H. Now, I'm whoa, I whoa, whoa, whoa!
1: Can you just? Sorry, I can do it again.
2: S C A S C A uh-huh. T H
1: A C H. So you see, I would have pronounced that scatatch.
2: <laughs> so that's what I thought initially, and then I think I did listen to someone say it, and then I saw the pronunciation. So I think it's either Skoha, Score.
1: Okay. Either way, Isn't there's she... just way too many H's and U's in there that are not being used at all. <laughs> I'm like, why would you put so many letters in the word when you only say about three of them? Ask the French. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> they true. do the
2: same thing. Wasn't she a character in in the Nicholas Flamel trilogy?
1: Yeah, that's true. um There's the a lady. A, there's a trilogy. Is it called the Nicholas Flamel trilogy? I think by Michael Scott. Um, the first book is called The Alchemist. And there's the sorceress and something else oh, yeah, as well. Good memory. Yeah. yeah, she's um she's actually a protagonist in that series.
2: Yeah, and she's like a soul vampire. Isn't that?
1: Something like that, yeah.
2: Yeah, so that's interesting. Because that's actually where I know her from.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Like, before this. And then I saw the name, and I was like, wait a minute. But um, she's definitely
1: very different in the book. Yeah, no, no. She's
2: like a young lady, isn't she? Like a, like a teenager. Yeah, and
1: there's no reference to Goddess of the Dead as far as I know. No,
2: I suspect there was just a name that was used. Um, so my references are ancient net, all that's oh no, sorry. All that's interesting.com, Britannica, history naked dot com. Oh, okay. And of course Wikipedia. History naked,
1: history I'm naked interested
2: yeah. in that. Yeah, oh yeah, you yeah, know It's just ways Caesar Bear right in front of you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Give unto Caesar that which is Caesar's. <laughs> oh okay. okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> If you know what I mean. I know
2: I I know what you mean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it just slots right in. Okay. <laughs> That's, that's, all. That's, that's fine, though. <laughs> okay. But that was seriously awesome, though. Thank I have you. to say, not a lady I would want to meet in a dark alley. I kind of do. Why, though? She's going to either loop you into her fatal training program, mm. or, you, you know, Kuhlan will sleep with you, if, especially if you become a member of the family. Ugh, that's true.
2: So you said this was... Maybe I could just warm my way into her good graces. But around the time of the birth of Christ? Well, apparently it was set in that time, yeah. Oh okay. But these texts are from the eighth what did I say? Eighth century? Eighth century. Seventh or eighth century and then followed. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Although I mean okay, so the, the written text wait seventh or eighth century. Obviously there's this an tradition.
1: Okay. Right. So it goes back much further. Okay. So probably it's much older than that and
2: Yeah, I mean with mythology you can never really know where it started. You can just You only know where it's when it was down. written down. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true.
2: I mean like much of history really. Yeah. I mean history is all lie anyway, so
1: Well history is always <laughs> written in um retrospect. Yeah. Well yeah. So it really does depend on how many people can concur on the same thing. As they say, history is written by the victors, so mm-hmm. will we ever know the truth? Yeah, that's true. I mean for all we know, two hundred years from now history will have be been written by coronavirus.
2: By, by the virus?
1: Yes. Oh. The true victor of this okay.
2: story. And just be like, cough, cough, cough. Sneeze. Cough, sneeze. Victory.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what are we even saying? I
2: don't know. It's too tired. We decided to do this pretty late. What time is it?
1: It's late time, that's what. Oh my god. My brain is fried. Also, I just had this giant cup of coffee. And I think that was probably a bad idea.
2: You wanted it, dude. Well, I needed it, it,
1: it, it for the podcast. And now I'm like, I'm weirdly buzzed, but also exhausted.
2: My one's gone cold. <laughs> this is going so well.
1: Yeah, the, the endings are always need to shorten to the point.
2: Just like the beginnings, eh? <laughs> good luck editing this one.
1: I plan on just deleting about two and a half hours of it.
2: That's It's not even one. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good plan, eh? Just delete all the things, the times I went. Skoha? Skoha? Skoha. <laughs> 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 God, I'm so sorry.
1: all right well uh one more exciting thing that i want mm. to say we now have listeners on four continents mm. the u.s the uk africa and australia even mm. so that's super exciting we're also almost at 100 listens so guys please 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 do help us get to 100 downloads we'd be super grateful and we'd also be super excited to celebrate that with us and we have to do you. something for you yeah well like we
2: some sort of celebration
1: well, we're releasing a bonus episode. There might just be more great content coming. You know, you don't know until you get us to those hundred downloads. So yeah,
2: we will dress
1: the cat up. We will dress up the cat. We will either dress up the cat or dress up ourselves or dress up ourselves and the cat. Yes,
2: I love that idea.
1: Let's just do the normal. There might be togas.
2: Or like seventh, seventeenth century wear.
1: I, I don't promise any corsets. Hello.
2: Can you imagine peaches? Where are you going to
1: get the whale bones? Oh, that's true.
2: We have cat bones. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that was sinister.
2: <laughs> it's okay, she's a changeling.
1: <laughs> okay, you need to end this. End it. Right, well, if that's all that you have to say... Um, <laughs> end it, end it now. And that's all I have to say, then there's nothing more to say than stay safe. Stay sexy. And stay legendary. Bye.